0: Hi everybody welcome back to the BLP bulletin I'm Danielle Berman and it is Monday May 9th hope you guys had a great weekend got some time to relax and refresh for the week and a quick note excited to share that season 4 of BLP will be starting next week. So thrilled to share all of these incredible interviews we've been capturing here over the last couple months, a few more to come. So of course, if you know anyone that we should be talking to this season, let me know, but stay tuned for next Thursday, May 19th for our first guest of season four. Okay. Now let's get into this week's bulletin. I want to start off by talking about Allison Felix. We know she is the most decorated U S track and field athlete in history. She's built her own company and brand sash and was publicly critical of Nike's lack of maternity leave and protections and options. And she's already created childcare grants for women athletes, and she's continuing to support women across the board. Now partnering with the iced tea brand pure leaf on a no grants initiative, according to well and good, which is where I found out about this almost three in four women think they'll experience negative outcomes when they say no at work. And two in three women actually do experience negative outcomes when they say no at work. One in six women who say no will lose out on pay. And one in 10 women are fired for saying no. Each time a woman says no to an ask in the workplace, she risks losing up to $1,406 in future earning potential. That's crazy. So, Allison Felix is jumping in to support this along with PureLeaf and Seek Her Foundation. And they're awarding 100 women grants from a $200,000 fund. You can apply. Anyone can apply. If you're a woman who is worried about saying no at the workplace, you can go to pureleafgrants.com and say why you need the money, what you're doing, what you're saying no to, and you have a chance to win. So, thank you to Allison Felix for continuing to advocate for women everywhere. Those stats are insane. So, I I think it's great to see Allison Felix taking her, you know, advocacy of women and mothers uh, from sports world into the business world as well. Uh, I want to move into another story, and this is a trigger warning here. We'll be talking about depression and suicide, so please feel free to skip a couple minutes if you need to. Uh, Kayla Bracken is a sophomore lacrosse player at Vanderbilt University, and she stepped away from her sport to spend time focusing on her mental health and now is speaking out about the importance of coaches, schools, parents, and fellow athletes and why they need to be paying attention to the mental health of their teammates, uh, players, children. um, and that special, especially student athletes have a really tough time managing all of the pressure that they have on them. Kaylin talks about how she struggled with depression after a midseason concussion. She talks about how she was happy if she had a good day of practice, but if it was a bad day of practice, she didn't want to talk to anyone. And she shared that she was just investing so much of her self-worth in lacrosse. She shared that the parents and kids having open communication in this situation is so important and that student athletes need to give themselves grace and that coaches and administrators need to be practicing grace as well. Last month, she wrote an essay about her experience called a letter to college sports for the mental matchup. And in this letter, she shared the toll that college athletics can really make on student athletes and the pressure that so many of them can feel from the expectations from coaches, administrators, and sometimes parents. And you know, recently we've seen several collegiate athletes commit suicide: Stanford soccer player Katie Meyer, Duke lacrosse player Morgan Rogers, JMU softball player Lauren Barnett, and Southern University cheerleader just last week, Erlana Miller. It's so awful. You know, thoughts and prayers going out to the families of all of these young people. But it does show the unrealistic expectations and isolating system that college athletics can be, uh, according to this article from Good Morning America. The American college of sports medicine says that around 30% of women, student athletes, and 25% of male student athletes have anxiety. And that among these athletes with known mental health conditions, only 10% seek care from a mental health professional. And so the system has to change. We have to allow these young people to explore who they are outside of athletics, to know that they have value and that they're worthy outside of athletics and feel support and community around this rather than isolation. This is too many families families. families that have lost their loved ones because of a broken system that values statistics and performance over individuality and humanity. So, you know, this is, this is a great story. I think Kaylin speaking out is a really, really positive thing. And hopefully more and more athletes will continue to do so to break that stigma. But if you or someone, you know, is in crisis, you can call the national suicide prevention lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273- 8255, or contact the crisis text line by texting HOME home to 741741. You can reach the Trans Lifeline at 877 565 8860 in the US or 877 330 6366 in Canada. And the Trevor Project can be reached at 866 488 7386. These are all really great numbers. I'll make sure they're in the show notes as well, uh, but a really uh, important story uh, from Good Morning America and Kaitlin Bracken. Changing gears, we're talking about Steph Curry again on the bulletin. He's continuing to make waves here. He, uh, was featured in first in Penn, which is a great media platform that aims to inform, inspire, and connect through voices of color in sports. Definitely recommend you check it out, but he just announced on social media that he's launching a junior golf tour to help bridge access to audiences who otherwise wouldn't be welcome in the sport. He's partnering with the American Junior Golf Association to create the underrated golf tour, and the tour is going to bring the most diverse talented 12 to 18 year old boys and girls to compete, and that tour will be completely free for all the golfers competing. In his Instagram post, Curry shares that less than 2% of golfers are people of color and that the game has to be accessible for all. So you can check it out. You can go to uh, Google Steph Curry underrated tour. It'll take you to their website where you can apply, but go check the tournament out. Pretty sure the applications to play close this week. So be sure to check that out. And congrats to Steph Curry for continuing to create opportunities for more equity in sports. And I want to end this week on an important story we really haven't touched on too much yet, and that is the detention of Britney Greiner in Russia. If you haven't heard, Phoenix Mercury star Britney Greiner was detained back in February when entering Russia for possession of illegal vape cartridges containing hashish oil. She had not been she has not been formally charged, but she has been detained for more than 75 days and is scheduled to have a hearing on May 19th. Now, many in the WNBA, the U.S. government and the Biden administration haven't spoken out until now because they didn't want to give the Russian government reasons to retaliate or escalate the situation, given that there's a war going on. Maybe if Brittany Griner was seen as someone that's very important to the U.S., they could leverage it. Um, so they really wanted to keep things kind of. Let it flow through the Russian system. But last week, the U.S. government changed their consideration of Brittany Griner and has said they now consider her wrongfully detained. And this means they'll be shifting into high gear to work to bring her home they won't wait for the russian legal system to take her case they will work directly with the russian government and their contacts to negotiate her return and the WNBA, their players teammates friends and family can start to draw more attention to the situation so bet- definitely expect to hear more about this well, what I want to highlight is Brittany Griner's agent, Lindsay Kagawa wrote a story in the LA times, uh, I think like two weeks ago about the situation and more specifically what this situation highlights about women's sports here in the U S she points out that Brittany was only going overseas to Russia because that's how she supplements her income and that more than half of the WNBA players play for pro clubs overseas in between the seasons of the WNBA, because the largest contracts paid to women basketball players have come from countries like Russia and Turkey. They can make more than six to seven times their maximum salary in the WNBA playing overseas, and they're making up $500,000 to $1 million of lost revenue here in the U.S. by playing in other countries. Kola shares the keys to unlocking economic opportunity for women in sports, and it lies in increased investment across four key interconnected areas, according to her op-ed. She highlights media, sponsorship, merchandise, and ticketing. And she talks about the need to invest in women and bet on women because it's our responsibility and that we are also right now sending women athletes potentially into harm's way because of this disparity in support and investment again, think about it. Could you imagine a star NBA player having to play in their off season overseas just to make enough money? I think it's so important to highlight that this is only happening because of the disparity in pay that women athletes make versus men. And I think it's really important that Brittany Griner's story is shared, not only because we need to get her home and get her home safely, but that this is such an important perspective from Lindsay Colas, all the work she's doing to support women's sports for Brittany Griner and equity in the industry. I wanted to add that in addition to honoring Griner with her initials and Jersey number on every court during this season, the WNBA and all of their teams will be continuing Griner's philanthropic efforts throughout the season as they await her safe return. Um, this was reported in the gist. So every every WNBA game, you'll see her initials on the court and her Jersey number. Uh, but then you'll also see some players and teams kind of continuing some of the philanthropic partnerships and efforts she would have been doing during the season had she been home. So let's all hope for her safe return. I definitely encourage you to go read the LA times op-ed from Lindsay kagawa Wakolas. thank you for sharing this important perspective, Lindsay, for all the work you're doing to support women's sports and equity and be sure to go support the WNBA. Again, she talks about ticketing. She talks about media. She talks about sponsorship, merchandise, support them Buy their jerseys, Buy the orange WNBA hoodie, uh, buy tickets to the games, watch the games on TV, you know, tune in and show up to support women's sports in your area. And this is not just the WNBA. This is women's soccer. This is softball. This is volleyball, uh, go support women's sports. And that's it for this week and the BLP bulletin. Thanks for tuning in to learn more about the world of sport, philanthropy and athlete activism. Please support our podcast. You can rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. So we can reach even more incredible listeners. Just like you, you can connect with me on good pods. Let me know what you love and what you want to see on the show and take care. I'll see you back here next week for the first episode of season four of the big league philanthropists. Crazy to say that, but I'm so excited. Have a great week, everybody.